Blog Talk Radio. Oh 
Happiness is a dimension of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. So that means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're growing spiritually, we are removing filters from seeing or feeling the happiness that's already there. When we're somewhat blocked, Happiness is conditioned. We say, well, I got a new car, therefore I'm happy. Or this person didn't call me back, therefore I'm unhappy. And so it's conditioned-based. But as we mature spiritually, and we begin to touch into our real nature and being, we notice that we're happy, regardless of what's going on. Something bad happens, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. Uh, 
someone doesn't call us back, some plan doesn't work out, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. So that's a sign of spiritual maturity. So can we define happiness as the way to transform every emotion and transform it into feel something great? Yes, you, you can uh, basically, you, you discover your happiness when you're able to see that in every circumstance there is possibility, there's potential, and there's an energy behind it pushing you to a greater expression of, of, of who and what you really are. People become frustrated and unhappy if they feel there's no way out, if they feel that every road is blocked. But in reality, with a capital R, there's no such world. No world like that exists. We're surrounded by infinite possibilities. And so, with a shift of perception and attitude, you begin to see those possibilities. And those possibilities uh, invite us uh, to activate potential within us. Uh, the gifts and talents within us that are latent, the possibilities invite us to activate, to discover and activate those, those possibilities. So again, then happiness would be us uh, becoming more ourselves. That'd be a very blissful state. So it doesn't deny that bad things happen in the world. It doesn't deny that people die. People die on us. You know, people leave. Jobs change. It doesn't deny that. But when we come to an understanding that even with all the changes that are going on in the phenomenal world, there's still something about us that's permanent. There's something about us that's forever. And that part of us that's forever is spiritual, which means it never, it never began and it will never end. And as we become more and more identified with that, identified not just in, with a belief system, but identified that with some kind of spiritual practice, some kind of focus, some kind of intention, then our life takes on a whole different, a whole different vibration. How we can overcome the fear of rejection? Rejection is paying too much attention. The fear of rejection is paying too much attention to what other people are thinking about you and other, what other people are thinking about what you're thinking about. And people live in that kind of a bubble. I wonder if that person likes me. I wonder if this person appreciates me. And those are, uh, that's the wrong mode of being in the world. You have to think about what the universe thinks about you. And the universe thinks you're important. The, the, whatever name you want to use, you can say the universe, you can say the cosmos, you can say God, whatever. What, what, is, what does the universe think of you? And because you were created, you have meaning, you are important, you're worthy, you're worthwhile, because you weren't made accidentally. You weren't just accidentally made. Uh, nature didn't just come together and accidentally make you. You know, uh, there was a perfect idea behind you with c complete potential and possibility uh, to be activated. So you have to begin to think about, we all have to begin to think about, how does the universe think about me? Not how does that person over there think about me? Not how those group of people over there think about me. That's a waste of my time. Then I start to people please. I start to do things to make them like me, and, and, which may take away from my mission, may take away from my authenticity. It may take away from making my powers because I'm thinking about what they're thinking about. And they're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about what they're thinking about. <laughs> no. And what difference do you, do you see between pay attention to others? Yes. Yeah and learn from feedback of, of others. Yeah, yeah, you can learn from feedback.
from others. I'm not overly concerned about what others are thinking about me because I'm, I'm living my passion and my purpose and my intention. And then life gives me feedback. If, if I'm being stubborn in some area, then, then, then there'll be some feedback from either life itself or from people. If, if I'm being arrogant, you'll get the feedback. If you're being wishy-washy, you get the feedback. So you learn how to pay attention. And, you know, as you, as you mature and become more comfortable with yourself, you're able to take criticism. And what happens is uh, you start paying, uh, you start seeing, what, what, what they're called the two imposters, criticism and praise. There are people that praise you and people that criticize you. But after a while, you don't really care about either one of them. They're called imposters. And so if somebody's criticizing you and saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, shut up, whatever, <laughs> you, 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 you don't care. It's like, thank you for your feedback, <laughs> you know. And if somebody says, oh, you're the greatest, you're the greatest, you, 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 you're the best, you say, thank you, for your, thank you for your feedback. You start treating both the same because you're not trying to get something from the people. You're giving a gift to the people. You're getting your information and your energy directly from the life force, you see. You're getting fed by life. Life is giving you information, and you're sharing it. And if people don't want it, and they say, ah, it's a bunch of baloney, thank you. I won't give it to you, you know. And if somebody says, I want it, thank you. Here it is. But after a while, praise and criticism, you don't really care because you're, you're, you're becoming so in tune inside of yourself. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you are a mathematician, and you know that 10 plus 10 is 20. You know it. It's not an opinion. You know it. And you stand in front of a group. And you start to do your math. And somebody says, I don't believe that. What are you going to do? You're going to say, okay, thank you. You know, you know 10 plus 10 is 20. You say, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> They're giving you feedback where you need to grow. Because when you get out here as a public figure, people talk about you. If you do really good, they talk about you more. If you do really, really good, they talk about you really, really more. It, it yeah. goes with scale. And yeah. then you learn this. Um, mediocrity attacks excellence all the time. And so if you're seeking to live a, an excellent life, those who are, have agreement with mediocrity, they attack you because you're making them uncomfortable. They want to stay small, so they attack people who are trying to do big things. Let's talk about the law of attraction. According to you, how we can use the law of attraction? Well, the, the basic, first start with the basics. The basic law is what you chronically think about is what you bring about in your experience. A thought is a unit of mental energy. Energy can never be created or destroyed. Energy just keeps changing itself into higher or lower expressions. So if you're constantly thinking negative, you know, uh, life is hard and, and then you die. There's not enough good jobs around. Uh, there's no decrease crisis. Yeah, there's everything is working. Then you, your, your body temple gets that message. The cells of your of your body begin to hear that. It starts to produce produce toxic chemicals. Your immune system starts to become unhinged. Starts to be be impaired. Your thinking starts to go down because of the toxic chemicals, and you start to bring about what you're thinking about. You become sick. Uh, not as much energy, so therefore your opportunities are depleted, uh, your energy is down, critical thinking goes down, and then you start to bring about that negativity that you're describing. But you, you change it around, and you begin to say, you know, I'm surrounded 
by opportunities. Life is good. Everything is working together for my good. I, 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 I'm surrounded by infinite opportunities. Uh, prosperity is right here. And then what happens, when you start to say that, your mood is lifted. Tonic chemicals and endorphins start to go through the body. starts to amplify your immune system. Your thinking becomes more clearer. You start to see life differently. Opportunities, you start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before. Possibilities open up that you didn't even know about because your attitude has changed. And what looks like the law of attraction is simply you lifting your vibration so that you can see the potential that's here. And then we call it the law of attraction, but what it really is, I call it the law of, the law of radiation, the law of emergence. Because what you're doing is allowing that which is within you to come out and, and to radiate and to emerge and to express. And then in the physical form, good things happen. And it looks like it's, you're attracting it, but what's really happening is you're radiating it. And what you're radiating is becoming visible.
now visualize, close your eyes, think about it, be about it, now work, now work, now work, now work. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. The worm state. I spit it for my niggas' sake. I spit it for myself a long time ago. Got a few houses, few whips, few condos. I'm so straight, I'm pointing. The game is certain, and baby boy, the ointment. Baby boy, the president now. Shit, you gotta make an appointment. Two record labels. You should come join them. Do check the label and make sure it's yellow or rose for you. Bring it to my table. I'm Maserati mashing, drop top sunshading, gotta be fly. P1 nigga spent about five condo high in the sky. G4 and never flying any weather. Had to pop a few pussies that was bad feathers. Million on the flow, that's for sure. The little homie got the flow, so we all just don't float. And don't think about the past. The little water came, now we floating on everything. Niggas doing about anything, killing while they hustling. Niggas putting it in for the change. So we headed to the game, cold pepper getting his roll on him on the side with that plane. And outside got them things, some phantoms out there. We doing us switching lanes. Like father, like son, nigga, fuck the clown. Gangsta don't gotta 
get jumpy and they move in Miami. I move in Miami. Yeah, nigga. Unfucking believable. I know y'all hear so much shit about me and my little young nigga. You know them out like a ass. Then they can come out that motherfucking earth. Big shots to all the city. Open your arms to us, nigga. To let us through that motherfucking earth. Cause the water ran us out that motherfucking But we done found us back. Believe that. 305, 404, 713. All that Dallas. Kansas, everybody, Germany, Oklahoma, yeah, everybody, whole world. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. All right, let the garbage men handle the garbage. We're professional anglers, okay? We go after the big fish. Chasing them monkey strong, crackhead motherfuckers anyway. You know they'd have killed you without hesitation. That's why they belong in prison. For what? They got beat down, they lost their rock, they lost their money. The message from Hillside probably gonna smoke them. I mean, Jesus, what more you want? I want the, the justice. Right? Is that not justice? That's street justice. What's wrong with street justice? Oh, I just let the animals wipe themselves out. Right? God willing. Fuck them. Everybody who looks like them. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. The good guys, they die first, right? Those school kids and moms, family men, they don't want to catch the stray bullets in the noodle. To protect the sheep, you got to catch the wolf. And it takes a wolf to catch a wolf. You understand? What? I said you protect the sheep by killing the motherfucking wolves. No, you didn't hear me. You listening, but you didn't hear me. All right, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever the fuck ever. Up. I mean, it seems like you're pretty busy keeping people out. What the fuck you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about, bitty boot. Got number shit between your ears. Shit, they build jails because of me. Judges have handed out over 15,000 man years of incarceration time based on my investigations, okay? My record speaks for itself. How many felons have you collared? Huh? Yeah, I rest my case. Oh, yeah. Look, man, I'm not smoking crack, all right? Yeah, I don't... Just put it in the glove box. Put the $60 in there, too. That'll come in handy later on. We'll use it like, like a credit card or something. Hey, no matter what I say, you did the right thing. Reminds me when I was out there chasing down bad guys, rocking their world. That was some pretty amazing shit you did back there, Oi. Thanks. Yeah, I noticed you applied that, uh, that chokehold, though, huh? <laughs> I thought that was a no-no procedure, boy. <laughs> I was getting my ass kicked. Yeah, and you did what you had to do, right? You did what you had to do. That's right. Oh! So the wolf does. You a wolf? Come on, wolf. Oh, come on, dog. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I said a wolf, not a rooster. <laughs> a wolf. Oh, 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 oh. That's a rooster. Give me a wolf. <laughs> Fuck this, man. Give me that beard. Ah, there you go.
today we are dealing with the science of the Moors. Who are the Moors? This is one of the most difficult of historical questions and in fact this is the most neglected chapter in black history. Muslim! Are you a Muslim Khalid? Yes I am. But I'm a Moor. Islam. I'm a Moor. And got sis enough to know I'm a Moor. And ain't gonna never argue with you that I'm not a Moor. And wouldn't come in your house or come among you and say I'm a Moor if I didn't feel in my heart, in my mind, in my soul that I am. I would tell you, God damn it, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Ain't no more. So if I say it, I mean it. And if I mean it, generally, I say it. Are you a Muslim? Yes. But I know my roots. And I ain't Kunta Kinta. Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Huh? Prophet Noble Drew Ali taught us about the cavey. And he taught us that we are the Asiatic people. Master Farad Muhammad, coming behind that strongly, taught it to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad that we are the Asiatics. We have people now that want to fight us, attack us. So you mean you become so degenerate and so sick until you will call yourself an Asiatic instead of an African? Well, I use African just for communication. But our lessons ask the question, why? Why what? One of my, one of my five percenters is in the Panther Party. Why what? Why does the devil call us Africans? Why does the devil call us Africans? And it goes on to say, let's look at it, brothers and sisters. Brother Henry touched on it last night. Do you know that one time the whole earth was called Asia? North Asia, South Asia, East Asia, West Asia. When we say Asiatic, we're not talking about a little continent. We're not stuck on some little so-called Arabs riding some camels. And so we so stuck on them, we just got stuck on stupid. And we started saying Asiatic. We're not talking about a continent. We're talking about when the land mass of what is called planet Earth was different. Huh? Even Saudi Arabia, we can, let's cover another point here before we finish Asiatic. Saudi Arabia, Israel, Mecca, Medina, all of that is in what is called Africa today. Egypt. Look at Egypt on the map and the white man want to tell you it's not in Africa. It's in the Middle East. There is no Middle East. No Middle East. Absolutely not. The Middle East is nothing but a man-made ditch separated from the mainland of Africa by what is called the Suez Canal. All of it is northeast, what is called Africa today. All of it. Look at it for what it's worth, brothers and sisters. But at one time, the whole planet, look at South America and what is called Africa today. Cut them out and you can fit them together like a puzzle piece. The planet Earth was different as it is called today. 
It had a different landmass. We're called Asiatics, again, not because of a continent, because at one time the whole planet was called Asia. You just want to claim a spot or the whole thing. Africa is not our home. Let me let that hang in the atmosphere for a while. I said at this gathering of the masters, Africa is not your home. It's not our home. Africa, as it is called today, is our throne. And from that throne, we ruled our home, which is 196,940,000 square miles of the planet Earth and 76 quintillion miles throughout the distance of the diameter and the sphere, the sphere of light of the diameter of the universe. You love a man who randomly killed six people on a commuter train? I love Colin Ferguson just as much as the masses of white Americans love General Schwarzkopf, General Westmoreland, General Patton, General MacArthur and Eisenhower. America awards her killers, and they get ribbons and stripes and bars. I'm sensitive to the pain and suffering of the loss of life on that train, but I'm one of the rebellious slaves. And so when black people stand up out of pain and suffering and frustration, I understand after 500 years. You talk about uh, when white folks can't defeat you, you said in your speech at Kane, they'll always find some Negro, some boot-licking, butt-licking, buck-dancing, bamboozle, half-baked, half-fried, sissified, punkified, pasteurized, homogenized nigger that they can trot out in front of you. I would ask you, Mr. Muhammad, is Jesse Jackson a boot-licking, homogenized nigger? To the best of his ability, I believe he tries every day to do that. Here you are, uh, here you are mocking uh, Jesse Jackson at a speech, uh, I believe this is Howard University. Roll the tape. Oh, boot-licking, buck-dancing, scratching, shuffling, messy Jesse Jackson. You keep, you keep. I am a somebody. I am a somebody for keep hope alive. I am a somebody. I don't rightly know who the hell I am. But I am. Somebody. Yeah. Um, are you an entertainer or are you a committed person to uh, black people? I'm so glad you asked that question. I believe that the liberation and salvation of the black nation must be brought about by black people gaining a thorough knowledge of self after our 500 to 6,000 year Holocaust where we have lost over 600 million. And so I believe that that education process must be a process of two steps, inspiration and information. So I seriously give information, but black people are a people of rhythm and spirit, so I also give 
inspiration. From your speech at Kane College in 1960, uh, Chief uh, Lethuli, the head of the ANC, received a Nobel Peace Prize, you reported to your audience, reminded them, for nonviolent struggle. Yeah. Just like Mandela just received it with F.W. de Klerk. How could you stand with your oppressor and your enemy and receive the Nobel Prize for nonviolent struggle? You have, uh, you do not uh, support then uh, Nelson Mandela's uh, strategy in the struggle to free black people in South Africa? Let us first of all for, uh, be very clear here, Phil. Nelson Mandela is my brother. So he is, Jesse is a Jackson. member of the family, and so is Jesse, and Jesse is a very brilliant man. We just want him to return home and stop being used by the enemy and the oppressor against his people. Now back to Brother Nelson Mandela. And certainly we can never mention Nelson without mentioning Winnie Mandela. But Nelson Mandela's attempt at a multiracial government in South Africa after the murder of men, women, children, and babies, and the rape of South Africa, a criminal settler colony that has been established like Israel there in that part of the world. I cannot go along with one man, one vote. Let me say why. If someone broke into your home, Mr. Donahue, and actually bum-rushed your home, and black boots stomped your door down, and came in and robbed and raped everyone in the household, and was able to take the wealth of your home and parlay it into an empire. This is an invader. This is an intruder. This is a murderer. This is a burglar. This is a criminal. So I ha you have no responsibility to share your home with them after they broke in and committed the crimes that they did. You want to... Everywhere the white man go, he bring misery all throughout history. Look it up. Everything the ball has touched, they fuck it up. Every government he set up, it be corrupt. Everywhere the white man go, he bring misery. All throughout history, look it up. Everything the ball has touched, they fuck it up. Every government he set up, it be corrupt.
I'm out here all by myself, see, ladies and so, baby Capone, living wealthy, pictures of my birth on the surface, what I'm dreaming, seeing daddy singing, full of crooked demons, already crazy and screaming, I guess them nightmares as a child, had me scared, but left me prepared for a while, is there another rap for a crooked outlaw, a veteran, a villain, a young thug, every day the most after, plus I'm no last, I'm free, I'm on reason for me to proceed with Steven, scheme on him, scheme and leave that piece breathing, cause ain't no one to stack up, my nuts is cracked up, I'm about to act up, go to the
Evolution Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution. Have you ever heard of Prince Charles being referred to as the Duke of Cornwall, or read the poetry by Lord Byron, or simply watched an episode of Downton Abbey following the exploits of the family of the Earl of Grantham? Well, you may have wondered where these terms come from and what they mean. These titles, Duke, Lord, Earl, are all related to nobility. The nobility was and is a social class with its origins in feudal Europe during the Middle Ages. Feudalism was a social and political system in which a king of a country bequeathed land and political privileges to nobles in exchange for services to the crown, which usually meant fighting in war. As time turned to the late medieval and early modern periods, this system became more hierarchical and more convoluted, arriving at the somewhat confusing system we have today. In this video, I will be disentangling some of these complexities as I explain the ranks of nobility. The ranks of nobility changed from place to place and changed through time. Some systems were very complex, like in the Holy Roman Empire, whose dizzying geographical and political complexity was mirrored in the structure of its nobility. And some systems were more simple, like in the Empire of France, where Napoleon simplified the previously complex system of the old regime. We will be using the British system because it's the best known and is still in use to this day. There are five ranks in the British system. In order of precedence, they are Duke, Marquis, Earl, Viscount, and Baron each with their own female equivalents. In Anglo-Saxon England, before the Norman Conquest in 1066, there was but one rank in the nobility, the Earl. The term Earl has two possible origins, either coming from the Old Norse Jarl, meaning leader, or Ealderman from the Anglo-Saxon, which meant basically the same thing. The female equivalent, Countess, gives a hint to what the rank was called in continental Europe. Count. Yes, like that guy. The Earl was the basic noble lord in feudal England, controlling the different counties, yes, that's where that name comes from, of the land. Earls are to be referred to as Lord so-and-so and Countesses as Lady so-and-so. After the Norman Conquest, William the Conqueror introduced the Baron. In Normandy, the term baron meant much the same as earl, a representative of the king in different areas of the country, in this case called a barony. But during the melding of Anglo-Saxon and Norman societies, both terms were used, and eventually baron became the rank of nobility below that of earl. Barons and earls, who themselves were automatically given the title of baron, were often called to the king's council. This tradition eventually evolved into the House of Lords. The female equivalent to a baron is a baroness, and while you may hear barons referred to as baron so-and-so, the correct form of address is, like with earls, lord and lady. In the year 1337, the title of duke was introduced to England when King Edward III gave his son the title of Duke of Cornwall after losing his own title of Duke of Normandy. The term goes back to the Roman Empire and was used in the German and French lands after the fall of Rome. Originally the title of Duke was only held by royals, but was later expanded. It is the highest rank of nobility, and the title is only held by 24 people today in Britain. 
They traditionally ruled over duchies. The female equivalent is duchess, and dukes and duchesses are to be referred to as your grace. These three ranks, duke, earl, and baron, are the building blocks of the system, and subsequent ranks are derivatives of these ones. A marquis is the second highest rank, above earl, but below duke. The term comes from the Germanic march, meaning borderland, so a marquis translates to earl or count of a march. The word margrave was used in the Germanic lands before it came to England, being introduced by Richard II in 1385, whose brother-in-law was the margrave of Brandenburg. The title marquis was actually quite unpopular in the time after it was introduced. Many earls were insulted that the rank was placed above their own. The reason given for its higher ranking was because a marquis's territory was on the border, and therefore strategically more important than a normal county. The female equivalent is marchioness. They are referred to as lord and lady, and in some circumstances as the most honorable so-and-so. Lastly, we have the Viscount. As the term implies, the name comes from Vice Count, like Vice President, and the post originated as the office of the deputy to a count, or the sheriff of a county, but later it became a hereditary rank in the Holy Roman Empire in the 12th century. It first came to England in 1440 and was placed above the rank of Baron. The female equivalent is Viscountess, they are referred to as Lord and Lady. So those are the five ranks of the British nobility. Again, they differ from other historical structures of nobility elsewhere in Europe, and when you study those systems, some questions may arise. Like, why are princes sometimes placed below dukes? And why are some countries not ruled by a king, but a prince or an archduke? And wait, what is an archduke anyway? And what's a baronet? Well, those sorts of questions we'll have to wait for another day. Thanks for watching. Okay, a baronet is like a hereditary knighthood, sort of. It's in the British system, but it's not considered noble. Whatever. Anyway, thanks for watching my video on nobility. Subscribe if you haven't already, like the video if you liked it, comment letting me know what you think. Check out some of my other videos if you want to learn more. Bye! If your mouth out of line, I wanna bury your ass, but I'm out of line. And women ask for tips, I tell them get a job and get me some backwoods on your EBT card. Don't ask me for weed or drinks in the club or fucking autograph outside my tour bus. Don't ask me for Gucci, Louis Vuitton, or Uggs. Cause A, B, or C, you get none of the above. Can I borrow some money? Can I get some weed? Can I drive your car? Can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a drink? Can I wear your gold? Can you take me to the mall and get me a pair of those? That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out you. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out you. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out Hey yo, niggas get cocky when they get a little change. They buy a car for gas, they need a little change. They never on the front lines, they stay the middle main. Picking dollars off the floor after you done made it rain. And women always throwing hits when they rent due. And I throw a hit right back. What the fuck you gon' do? Go get your money from the store, you brought your wig out of. Before I pay your rent, I'ma slap the shit out you. Can I borrow some money? Can I get some weed? Can I drive your car? 
Can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a drink? Can I wear your gold? Can you take me to the mall and get me a pair of those? That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out That's when I smack the shit. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out That's when I smack the shit out you. If I gotta, I walk around the world trying to smack everybody. I'm certified. IG don't need to verify me. I smack the shit out you playing rich and being broke. I smack my kids taking batteries out the remote. I smack the shit out police when they pull me over. They stick my middle finger up to the camera on the shoulder. I smack the shit out you, then I smack the shit out you. And mind your business, bitch, ain't nobody talking about you. Can I borrow some money? Can I get some weed? Can I drive your car? Can you pay my rent? Can you buy me a drink? Can I wear your gold? Can you take me to the mall and get me a pair of those? That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out. That's when I smack the shit out you. I smack the shit out you. To the new Evolution Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution. Many people ask this empowering questions What's wrong? Who's to blame? Why me? Those questions keep us on a downward spiral of picking up on the database of human consciousness and all of its woes and complaints and fears and doubts and worries that move through the mind of the human experience. The real life visioning process is based upon asking questions that are empowering, that empower us. What's trying to emerge in my life? What gift do I have to give? How much power can flow through me? This is how it works. Behind every problem that we have, there's a question trying to ask itself. Behind every question, there's an answer trying to be revealed. Behind every answer, there's an action trying to be taken. And behind every action, there's a way of life trying to be born. So if you're perennially stuck in disempowering questions, your perception becomes very small, you become reactionary, and the actions that you take are just busyness. Survival busyness has nothing to do with embracing a large goal or a great vision for your life. So we ask, and I implore you to ask powerful questions. We want to ask questions. What gift am I to give to the world? What is trying to emerge in my life? You could even ask, what is my next step to take in the downloading, the articulation, and the living of my vision? Now here's the deal. As you begin to ask empowering questions, 
you begin to activate the soul faculty of hearing. One of the arts that have been lost in our world is the art of listening. Individuals fail to listen and they fail to comprehend. Listening is a lost art. You want to bring listening back in your spiritual practice. So in life visioning, as we begin to feel that we're surrounded by a universal presence of divine love, we begin to ask the question, what is the vision for my life? What is the universe seeking to express through me? What is the idea that the universe is trying to make as my life? What's trying to emerge? And then we have a moment of pure listening. Without judgment or censorship, we just begin to listen. And that which is called the still, small voice, we begin to understand, it be, after a while becomes the only voice. The chatter in the mind, we no longer hear that. We begin to hear what's trying to emerge. I want you to begin to practice for a moment. I want you to begin, even with your eyes open, first with your eyes open, begin to feel that you're surrounded by an atmosphere of love. The universe is for you. There's nothing against you. Begin to think about times in your life where someone really supported you and loved you. They got you. They understood you. They weren't trying to get anything from you. They just loved you. I want you to feel into that. And I want you to understand that that is just a small figment of how the universe loves you. Just a little bit. But feel into that love right now. Now close your eyes. You feel that you're in a safe environment and you are truly loved. With every breath you take, that feeling of being loved is being amplified. Remember, you're on purpose. You are an on purpose with a purpose to reflect and to reveal the cosmos in a way that has never quite happened before. Now ask this question. What idea is the universe trying to express through me? What is seeking to emerge in my life? What is the universe up to as my life? Now listen with that inner ear. What is the universe up to is your life, not what society wants you to do, not what your parents want you to do, not what your college system wants you to do, not what your religion wants you to do. What does God have in store for you? What does the universal presence have in store for you? Listen. See with the inner eye. Feel with your heart. Allow it to articulate itself to you. This is a vision. It's not in the future. It's in you right now. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L.
Joey. Blackout. A lot of haters said I couldn't do it, couldn't move it As if my music wasn't part of their whole influence Meantime, I'm trying to get money like I'm Jewish In this life, you get two choices, win or lose it Now I'm up to back, my whole runs be back to back A real nigga, I'm just trying to get my grind on Make a hundred million forever, get my shine on The mind state of a millionaire, so let's be glad It's shot doctrine on your mind, I can smell fear B3, that's all me, best believe Chillin' with my best niggas down in Belize I got a blood in the bag, bitch, stress relief We get to work, even sold jobs to Steve Nosey bitch, you can go and get the hell on I see it, you got a Donnie Brasco in your circle Be careful, cause you're close, homeboys are mercy We're talking real money, I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixed with Dewey News Translucent, blowing something exclusive Conclusion, black house money music Talking real money, I'm talking revolution Bill Gates mixed with Dewey News Translucent Blowing something exclusive Conclusion Black House Money Music 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 It's rare to give it to you illustrated Beforehand, sit amongst the congregation uh, Bear witness to murder at his premeditation yeah. At their heads like Arab uh, Segregation, separate from all the hate And current super concentration equals contemplate Alternate ways to get what it is you take And put a stake in, monopolize the situation Organization with a franchise in every nation On the bond from uh, just the money elevation So catch me in the stars, what's the constellation? We're talking real money, I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixing to a new Translucent, blowing something exclusive Conclusion, black house money music Talking real money, I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixing to a new Translucent, blowing something exclusive Conclusion, black house money music We like mobsters Sitting at the round table. Hey, B3, be the team, we got our own label. The whole team strong like we lived in barbells. We a corporation and a cartel. I can't see my zenith, I'm far from my prime. I ain't looking at the blimp, but the world's mine. KC's finest, New York state of mind. Rap kingpin when it comes to the rhymes. A strike of my pen is a twirl of a wand. Nas flow, click firm full of dawn. I call shots like I'm Escobar. We step out, they need shades just to see who we are. We the black rising stars that give you revolutionary black panther bars Listen, the nuisance, the problem that no one can solve I exert powers in 48 laws We're talking real money, I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixing to a new Translucent, blowing something exclusive Conclusion, black house money music Talking real money, I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixing to a new Translucent, blowing something exclusive Friday, we got open call lines, you can get in, ask your question, 
uh, we'll get some information now. So peace to the gods. Hope y'all doing well out there. It's Friday, man. Happy Holy Day. Uh, my Muslims, my Moors. Uh, we're going to get it in today, man. I um got a little topic I want to discuss with y'all, man. And, you know, I always like to try to deal with shit that is actually happening around me, shit like that, right? So I wanted to address today, you know, I got to got to give a little bit of a lesson, right? But I wanted to address today the concept of ingress, regress, and egress. I wanted to talk about the free ability to come and go with you. Right? I wanted to really discuss this because oh, this is not just on a physical level, family. This is a spiritual thing as well. And when we when we talk about shit like we can't dismiss the fact that this shit is spiritual, right? We you know you read the, the Quran, you read the Bible, you read the Torah. It tells you that we we live in a realm with fallen angels. We live in a realm with demons. We we live in a realm uh, where it's a lot of fucked up shit going on. That's just what it is. Okay. A lot of control mechanisms put in place to control you. Control your mind, control your spirit, control your physical movements, control what you eat. I mean, you you know, I don't have to tell y'all this. Y'all know this, right? So, I wanted to address this shit this morning. And, you know, hopefully we can come to a place of contemplation on this shit. And, um, you know, you can build on this. Now... When we think about egress, ingress, and regress, we think about things such as coming and going. We think about um, the ability to enter into a port, if you will, right, and and to leave that port. Okay. Um, now, you know, if, if you if you think about ingress, right, and we'll just start with ingress, right, and and when we talk about ingress, it's the action of going. Or entering into something, right? It's the arrival of the sun, the moon, or planet that is specified within a constellation. Okay? It is also the unwanted introduction of water. Okay? Now, when we talk about the arrival of the sun, or the moon, or the planet, right? In a specified constellation, you have to ask yourself, what is the sun? Is it the sun of God? Is it the sun of Ra? Is it the sun above your head? Is it the sun that you bring into the world? Or that your that your woman brings into the world through a portal? Because what's a portal, right? You have to ask yourself this. Like, seriously, what is a portal? Obviously, it's, it's a it's a it's a architecture, if you will. It's a uh, a gate. It's an opening. It's an extremity. It's a tunnel. Okay? So when we talk about being able to come and go as you please, ingress and regress, this means being able to come into this planet and leave this motherfucker as you please. This means being able to hop into your contravance and travel up and down the road as you please. To leave your house and to go as you please, right? This means to be able to step into one body of religion and leave it for another. This means to be able to deal with one woman or one man, my ladies, 
and move to another. It's called ingress, right? And so when we think about this, and I, I really got to like talk about this shit today because for whatever reason, people seem to forget that you have free will on this planet. You was never locked down into this bitch. Only reason why we come into this planet when you get locked down is because you forgot who you were. You thought you came down here and you was a demon. Don't forget, man, uh, 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 Satan was an angel. The devil was an angel, right? Matter of fact, he was the most beautiful angel. And don't forget, he was over music, okay? So y'all need to understand what's really going on on this planet, okay? So I'm, I'm going to talk about this shit on a spiritual level, and then we'll move down to the physical plane. Because when I when I deal with this type of shit, man, for real, for real, like, when I talk about ingress and regress and all of that, yes, it's in the law. Yes, it means that you can come and go as you please. But it's not just on a physical level, right? So so when we look at, at ingress and regress, right, I want y'all to think about this from the aspect of where is your spirit, man, when it comes to this information, right? Because the passage of an outside signal to what we call the computer network, which is also known as the matrix. Are you in the matrix still? I mean, I mean, come on. Like, think about uh, the movie The Matrix. In order to get back into the matrix, they had to do what? They had to plug back in. Remember uh, MTV Unplugged, right? They were they were attempting to plug you back in, right? So ingress, egress, and regress are legal terms that refer respectively to entering, leaving, and then returning or country with your own free will, meaning that you're not under anybody else's constraints. Okay, so the term also refers to the rights of a person, such as a leasee, like somebody who's leasing a body. Y'all do understand that people come down here and they, and they lease bodies, right? There's a term. Uh, called walk-in, okay? And this walk-in term, I, I gotta, gotta let y'all know. I, I ain't, I ain't no preacher, so, so, so don't get it confused. I ain't on my soapbox here. But this term walk-in, when we talk about walk-ins, right? Somebody can literally walk into a body and inhabit it. I'll say it again. Somebody can walk into a body and inhabit it. Now, um, you know, it's a, I'll, I'll bring it up here, right? It says that a walk-in is a new age concept of a person whose original soul departed from their body and has been replaced with a new, different soul. Okay? Believers maintain that it is possible for the original soul of a human to leave a person's body for another soul to walk in. Souls are said to walk in during a period of intense personal problems on the part of a departing soul or doing or because of an accident or trauma. Some other walk-ins describe their entry as occurring based on prior agreement and when the previous soul was complete. The walk-in being an individual retains the memories of the original personality but does not have the emotions associated with the memories. So as they integrate, they bring their own mental, emotional, spiritual consciousness and involve the life to resonate with their purpose and intention. Incarnating into a fully grown body allows the walk-in soul to engage in embodiment 
without having to go through the two decades of maturation that humans need to reach adulthood. So a walk-in soul also does not experience the conditioning of childhood and has a different relationship to life because they were not born. Y'all do understand that people around you, right? I mean, I, and I've said this before. I don't know if y'all thought I was tripping or what, but we are literally surrounded on this planet by angels and demons. You got some angels that's goddamn demons out here, right? I mean, you, you you know, I don't got to tell y'all this. Just go look at some of the people in your life. Go look at the people who choose not to elevate, right, and practice their free ingress and regress, right? So they choose to stay stuck. Go look at the people in your life who they change, right? And you're supposed to change in life. You're supposed to become a better individual, okay? But there's something known as the port of entry. And the port of entry, and I want y'all to think of this on a think of this on a um, on a physical level, right? Because you know, think about the port authority, right? Let's just let's just take the port authority. The port authority allows what? It allows you to come and go as you please, right? But but you have to go through the port of entry through a port, right? So, like in New York, they have the Port Authority in New York, right? So, understand that what I'm speaking about here is really fucking crucial because, in general, a port of entry is a place where a person can lawfully enter. It typically has border security. So, what is the border security between this world and the next world? What's the border security? Between one state and another state. Sometimes they call them troopers. Like the goof troop. Right? These are places that take passports. And you know a passport. Right? It's just a it's a, it's a document that um, it, it allows you the protection to come and go as you please. It, it certifies your personal identity and your nationality. I want to point something out to you, brothers who who have passports, right? Um, you know, I do realize that when you get a passport, you become a national. That M on that passport, that don't stand for male. That stands for Mason. You're practicing Masonry. I know for a lot of y'all, 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 y'all don't like to hear that shit. But you're practicing Masonry every day. What you think the crate challenge is? It's to see who can reach the top of the pyramid. It's symbolic. It's a Masonry uh, symbolism. The York right. Scottish left. I'll say it again. The York right or the Scottish left. Which side you flowing with? Nigga, I'm not building, uh, uh, I'm not walking up either side. Nigga, I'm going to build one right in front and walk up the middle of that bitch. Y'all got to see how this shit is, is structured, man. So, when, when I'm talking about this stuff, right, ingress and regress, yes, I am speaking on the level, uh, you know, of, okay, you can get in your, in your car and drive up and down the street and go from state to state without problems, right? But understand that they're giving you what? They're giving you a license, a driver's license to move around, okay? A passport holder is normally entitled to enter the country that issued the passport through some people... Uh, 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 you know, who issue it, right? Call the government. 
okay? And then these people who are issued passports are entitled, okay? What they call the right of abode. So the right of abode is an individual's freedom from immigration control in a particular country. You see, if you ain't got a passport and, and you know, world passport, passport from your state, passport from the country, uh, passport from any of these places, you are not considered a national in any sense of the word. So you don't have free ingress and regress because you got to be an inhabitant. Just check it. Let me light my cigar. Now, there's something known as deportation. Okay? And when they deport you, this refers to the expulsion of a person or a group of people from one place or country. So the term expulsion is often used as a synonym for deportation. This is where they displace your ass. Okay? Forced migration or, or, or of an individual or a group. Now, if somebody's protected under your trust, then guess what? They're not going nowhere, right? This is why you set up a trust to protect people. This is why you bring people. You could just announce it. Hey, so-and-so is protected under my trust. Then they become under your protection. Okay? So I need y'all to get this, man. Because forced displacement or forced migration of an individual, whether it is from this realm to the next realm, whether it is from one state to another, or whether it's from one country to another, is illegal. It's unlawful. And it's an example of what they call ethnic cleansing. So they try to do ethnic cleansing on you, which is a systematic forced removal or extermination of ethnic, racial, and religious groups. When we talk about direct removal, such as deportation or population transfer, it includes indirect methods that are aimed at forced migration. You can't forcefully migrate somebody. We're not fucking birds. I'm sorry, but it just don't happen like that, right? So it constitutes a crime against humanity. And when we talk about crimes against humanity, we got to talk about genocide. You got to talk about genocide, right? You, I mean, you, you just you can't go into crimes against humanity without talking about genocide because this deals with times in war and peace. So when you see this shit going on right now that's happening with Afghanistan, we're talking, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about what? What's really happening right here. Don't forget, the news is fake. The shit you see on the news is happening right here. Okay? Some of these women want to practice Islam. Some of your brothers want to practice Islam. But you practice it in such a form, right, where it be, it, it, it goes past spirituality, right? Matter of fact, it don't go past spirituality because it never reaches that. You stay in the box of religion, which keeps you controlled. At what point are we bridging the gap with each other? Okay? So a portal of entry, refer, and this is according to the CDC, a portal of entry refers to the manner in which a pathogen enters a susceptible host, a virus. They consider you to be a virus if you're not properly authenticated to come into a port of entry. So the portal of entry must provide access to tissues in which the pathogen can multiply or a toxin can then act. So if you're not vaccinated, guess what? 
they want to try to kick you out of the country. So oftentimes, infectious agents can use the same portal to enter into a new host that they use to exit the source of a host. They call it getting some new bones. Motherfuckers better wake up. So when I talk about ingress and regress, and listen, man, that, that this this spiritual shit ain't for the weak. It ain't for the faint of heart. I I've been through spiritual fire. Oh, that's why I'm here to tell you this shit. These motherfuckers, they want they want your soul. It ain't just about uh, uh, getting the passport and nationality. This ain't just about uh, uh, a UCC. This is about your soul, my nigga. So, if you don't give your shit up, they just gonna come walk up in your shit. You become a walk-in. Now, let's talk about these crimes against humanity, right? Because under the Universal Declaration of Human Rights for Indigenous Peoples, this is unlawful. Under the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, it's unlawful. Resolution 217. It was signed December 10th of 1948. Okay? 58 members of the United Nations at that time, 48 voted in favor. You have a right to not be relocated to another place based on your beliefs, based on whether or not somebody considers you to be an angel or a demon, whether or not you got your nationality done. You you don't have to be relocated. Now, I'm going to speak on the whole aspect of U.S. citizenship. Okay, because what we're talking about, some of this shit is military exercise that they do. Okay, I mean, let's just keep it real. Some of this shit is a military exercise. Okay, now if you look up slaughterhouse, okay, when we talk about the slaughterhouse cases, these are important, right? These are very, very important cases. The slaughterhouse case under 83 U.S. 361873 was a landmark Supreme Court case. And it held that the privileges and immunities clause of the 14th Amendment to the United States Constitution only protected the legal rights that are associated with the federal U.S. citizenship, not those that pertain to state citizenship. So the decision consolidated two similar cases. Okay? Now, seeking to improve uh, sanitary conditions, so, so, so there we go again about cleanliness. Right, what they say, cleanliness is next to godliness, right? The Louisiana legislature and the city of New Orleans established a corporation charged with regulating the slaughterhouse industry. They be trying to slaughter niggas. What you, what you thought this was? Okay, now members of the Butcher's Benevolent, we know when you're talking about benevolent, they're talking about something that's supposed to be godly. When did it become godly to butcher anybody? Okay, so the Butcher's Benevolent Association challenged the constitutionality of the corporation, claiming that it violated the 14th Amendment, that the amendment had been ratified in the aftermath of the American Civil War with the primary intention of protecting civil rights of millions of newly and uh, emancipated freemen. Listen, man, I've been trying—I've I, been trying to tell y'all what's going on. Okay, now. Uh, the butchers argue that the amendment protected their right to sustain their lives through labor. Right? So I need y'all to understand, man, what's really happening here. When we talk about ingress and we're talking about regress, right? The slaughterhouse cases, the 
they dealt directly with that. The ability to, to go from one state to another, to work, to sustain your life. Now, in the majority opinion, which is written by um, Daniel Freeman, the court held that the interpretation of the 14th Amendment, that the plaintiffs urged ruling that it did not restrict police powers exercised by Louisiana because the privileges or immunities clause protected only those rights guaranteed by the United States, not individual states. Now, remember, your states are under the 14th Amendment. Okay? So if all else fails, you go to the treaty. All else fails, and your state doesn't want to, your state wants to play games with you, and they want to take, try to take your ingress and regress. Remember that they took an oath, and they were the first 14th Amendment citizens. Okay? So, in effect, the clause was interpreted to convey limited protection pertinent to a small minority of rights, such as the right to seek federal office. Now, in a dissenting opinion, Justice Stephen J. Field wrote that the 14th Amendment, quote, a vain and idle enactment, though the decision in the slaughterhouse cases minimized the impact of the privileges or immunities clause, the Supreme Court would later strike down state laws on the basis of other clauses in the 14th Amendment, including due process and equal protection. So let me tell you something, man. If you're still a 14th Amendment citizen, you still got protection. Even if you're not... You know, on the side of the treaties, you still have the protection of equal protection. For for those of y'all who are being subjected, right, through a religion. I'm sorry, man. You know, I, there's some things in some of these religions that I can I can agree with, and some of it I can't. Okay, and one of them is forcefully trying to put people. Uh, into some type of uh, form of labor. What the fuck is that? Let me tell you something. And I had this conversation with my mother, and she was right on point. Nigga, you came out of a pussy. Excuse my language, but you came out of one. How you go? How you gonna try to? You know, we spend our whole lives trying to get back in, right? But how you not gonna honor that? How do you dishonor a woman? You don't do that. Right? That's a spiritual portal. Where do you think your ingress originated from? Your ingress and your regress. You spend nine months ingressing to leave and the rest of your life trying to egress. To get back in there, motherfuckers. Okay? So when we talk about your ingress and your regress, it's important to understand where it came from in the very beginning. Now, let's talk about regress, right? Because regress means to return to a former or less developed state. Now, um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of conjecture with numbers like six and nine, red and blue, right? All this shit, right? Motherfuckers, if you're wearing blue, motherfuckers, uh, you know, they, they say you're not lit. If you're wearing red, they try to tell you to cool down. Who gives a fuck? Be who you are. Like, if you want to regress, do that. If you want to ingress, do that. If you want to uh, 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 practice, you know, going back into... Because what you think, when you lay down with a woman, fellas, and you're going to pin her, okay? You, you are practicing 
not only going in and out of a portal, okay, but you're practicing bringing something through the portal. Some of y'all done brought too much shit through the portal you can't handle. That's why you got child support on your ass. That's why, that's why you, you're supposed to practice, uh, 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 you know, uh, what's that word? It's, um, I can't even think of it right now. But that's how you, that's, that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to practice how to control your dick, right? So I, I want to be clear here because when we're talking about regress, regress is an act or privilege of going and then coming back. You go in, you go out. It's a movement backward to a previous and especially worse or more primitive state. So every time that you go into the portal, fellas, you are actually entering a primitive state. I'll say it again. Every time you go into a portal, you're entering a primitive state. That's why we that's why men be trying to control females, because some people actually realize what actually is going on. Man, we gotta control them because every time that we go into them, we, we actually are lowering our vibrations. That's why you're supposed to have sex with a woman certain times a year. You're supposed to deal with them on certain occasions. Okay? You have to control yourself. Now, this is the act of reasoning backwards. So understand that your free ingress and regress, this is why you have free ingress and regress. This is why in this country you can fuck freely and, and as long as that person's of age, right, 18 or older, you're supposed to be able to do what you please. So understand that um, spiritual term walking, right? I want y'all to really get this, right? Like you look at R. Kelly and you look at uh, Brother Polite, all of that, right? They want, for whatever reason, right, they wanted to deal with uh, uh, women who were or females that were chronologically under age, okay? And you get this in some religions and other cultures as well, right, where, you know, men want to do this shit. But understand that any time that you're dealing with a woman, and I mean a woman, I'm not talking about no little girl, no teenager. I'm not talking about no young 18. I'm talking about a, a woman seasoned. She understands the power of the pussy. She understands it. That's why women can control men with their pussy. Because they they understand that, nigga, you coming in, you returning home. <laughs> Things regress, they return to an earlier state, an earlier state of development. So if your child regresses, right, to, to a babyish behavior, right, then understand that they're regressing. They're going back. They're deteriorating. They're returning back home. So, fellas, you're never supposed to regress. You are always supposed to ingress, right? So when you enter a woman, you're creating. You're going in there for the specific purpose. Hey, I'm going to go in here and create some shit. I'm going, I'm going to tear this motherfucker up. I'm going to create. And I'm going to come on the side of here. Now, the CDC deals with what they call principles of epidemiology or epidemiology, right? And, and this deals with infectious diseases and shit like that. And understand where you think the Center for Disease Control originated from. Why, why do you think they need the Center for Disease Control? You really think that, that, that that's what COVID was put here for? I mean, excuse me, you think that they was put here just to deal with COVID? Okay. Now, the body is considered a reservoir, something that holds something, right? Like a disease. And so then there's a mode of transition or transmission 
you know what a transmission is, right? Transmission means I can put this bitch in gear and go back and forward. I can go backwards and forward. Backwards and forward. Why do you think auto parts and cars are so important? Because men want to preserve the right to do what? To go backwards and forwards. Why, why, you, why do you think you find more men working on cars than women? See, most women wish that they had penises. Let's keep it real. Most of them wish they had a penis. Because all they can do is put out. So the reservoir, right? Human reservoirs. When we talk about the human reservoir, right? Many common infectious diseases have reservoirs. How many times, fellas, that you dealt with a female and she had something, right? And she didn't tell you that she had something. And then you got with her, and then you found out later that she had something because the shit was burning. I know y'all know somebody like that, right? She was the reservoir. Uh, 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 don't women get yeast infections? How you growing yeast? How you growing bread in that motherfucker? Because she's a reservoir. So the, res- the reservoir may or may not be the source, right, from which an agent is transferred to a host. So, so you you heard of the term succubus, succubus and incubus. See, men can be incubuses. Women are succubus. Okay. Now, succubus is a demon or some type of supernatural entity or folklore, a female in the form that comes looking like the devil in the blue dress or the red dress. Devil's come in all forms, my niggas. Okay, this appears to uh, uh, in your dreams. They come and seduce you. They they come and seduce you through some type of sexual activity physically. So according to religious traditions, repeated sexual activity with a succubus can cause poor physical or mental health, even your death. Now, in modern representations, a succubus is depicted as a beautiful seductress or an enchantress, and an enchantress deals with magic. You know how many females I done dealt with that deal with fucking magic? Okay? Magic is 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 supernatural. It deals with portals, don't it, fellas? Don't it deal with being able to open up a portal and bring some shit through it? Women are the best at that shit because they are the portals. Your witches, your your covens. Okay? Don't get this shit confused, man. We're really trying to help some of y'all out. Don't go through the same shit I had to go through. Right? Wake up, realize it now, and realize that, fellas, you hold the spark for ingress and regress and egress. Right? So, a lot of times, there could be economic incentives that encourage individuals to identify as magicians. So in the case of various forms of uh, your traditional healers, okay, or your sages or your magicians or even illusionists, the term magician becomes a job. Niggas be out here practicing magic. Now, um, when we talk about magic, right, you can't talk about magic, right, without understanding that magic is the 
exactly ingress and regress. When you're talking about coming and going from one place to the next, that's what we're dealing with. You're dealing with magic. Every time that you hop in a whip, why do you think they call it a whip? Don't they whip slaves? Don't they whip horses? Don't they whip children? Now, in the case of whipping something, you are practicing transmission, going back and forth, right? So different societies have different social regulations regarding who can take on the role. For instance, um, it could be a question of uh, family heritage or hereditariness, or, or there can be gender restrictions. Who's allowed to engage in this practice or another practice, right? So a variety of personal traits can be credited with giving magical power and frequently associated with some type of unusual birth into the world. Okay? Why do you think they do exorcisms? Every time you see an exorcist movie, you ever seen one done on a man? Most exorcism movies are done on a female because they're the portal. The demons come. I, I'm going to keep it real with you. Uh, 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 most of these women walking around out here who ain't really taunt, you know, honed in to who they are spiritually are walking demons. Where the holy water at? Now, traditionally, the most common method of identifying or differentiating or establishing magical practitioners from common people is by an initiation. So they do the rites of of, of magicians' relationships to supernatural shit. So you better be careful, man. Some of these females will try to initiate themselves by using you to come in, ingress, into the portal. And then you don't get no regress, regress, fellas. You don't get to come go back. They suck in your energy. Keep the stones on you, man. I got a pocket full of stones. <laughs> Ain't that what Pepsi said? Okay. What you thought he was talking about? Crack rocks. I'm just giving it to y'all straight, man. I love y'all. No homo. Okay. Just giving it to you straight because this is real shit, right? And listen, I got love for my ladies, right? But if you're not in tune with who you are, then you're going to be a clout chaser. Or you're going to be fucked up by a clout chaser. Okay? Through some type of witchcraft. Now, let's talk about egress. Because we know that ingress means to come in. Regress means to return to a previous or less advanced state. Okay? So, if we know what those are, then what is egress, fellas? Egress means the action of going or leaving out of a place. So that means so that means that I got ingress, I can come in. I got regress means I can go out. But egress means I can come in and go out. Freely. Why do you think uh, okay, check this out. Check check this out, right? Check this out. Why do you think in religion they want you to have sex missionary style? You know what a mission is? You're going in with a mission. means that you're going in with a mission and they want you to have sex with them in front. That's what missionary style is. So you can look into the portal 
You can look into the eyes. Bitch, let me see your eyes. Why you think niggas started hitting females from the back? Man, I don't, don't want to see that. That's the portal. You're damn right it is. Y'all better wake up and realize what planet we're living in. What time we're living on. Matter of fact, it's been shit been going on since the beginning of time. Females suck up your goddamn energy, and then you can uh, become a walk-in. They can walk right into your shit, steal your energy, okay? And don't think you're going to go the other way around, too, right? Some men have mastered that as well, being able to steal a female's energy. Let me tell you something, man. When you become balanced, you balance out your masculine and your feminine, whether you come into this world with a vagina or you come into this world with a penis, once you balance out your masculine and your feminine, nobody can uh, 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 suck you but you, right? And, you know, think about the word succubus, right? Sucking in a bus, right? If you know anything about buses and sins and music, right? You have, you have a bus, okay, which buses the route, and a sin, which sends the route, okay? These are, these are common terms that you would find with a, a, a engineer, a music engineer, okay? Why do you think, um, you know, when we're dealing with music, and I, I mentioned that the supposedly the most beautiful angel was Satan, right? And he got knocked down to this world, which is the physical world amongst men and women, which deals with portals. Music opens up portals, right? So there's a bust in the sin. I need y'all to get this, man. Really do. I, I really want y'all to understand this because this is a principle of law. Spiritual law, right? Nigga, come up and steal your bitch. Let him have her. Let him have her. Nigga, you had that sucky bitch. She came to steal your energy, homie. Let him have her. Because you're supposed to rise above that shit. Why do you think um the Buddhist... Right, refrain from sex. Why do you think uh, priests in the priesthood ref- refrain from sex? Uh, you, you, and then they practice magic. <laughs> what do you think the priests are practicing magic against? The, 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 the women or yourself? And more likely, they're practicing. Why, matter of fact, why do you think they got nuns? Remember tops and nuns? Men on top. Then you got nuns. I'm just keeping it real, right? So when we talk about crimes against humanity, okay, understand that ingress, regress, and egress, it deals with ethnic cleansing. Not only that, it deals with spiritual cleansing. So if you're going into the vagina, either you're getting cleansed, family, or you're not. You're either committing genocide, right? Or you living, or you're creating life. Are you, are you committing genocide, or are you creating life? What you doing? Because ethnic cleansing occurs all throughout history. You can see it pretty much anywhere. Now, an antecedent, right, to the term, uh, there's a Greek word, right, and it's called uh, andropomorphous, or or, excuse me, uh, androp, how you say it, andropodomus, andropodomus, something like that. It's spelled A-N-D-R-A-P-O-D-I-S-M-O-S. Okay? And this deals with enslavement, which was used in ancient texts to describe atrocities that came with conquest. 
What, what, what do you think? What do you think is happening, fellas? When, when you when you get on these social sites and, and you're being uh, tempted by females, when you open up, because I don't know about y'all, every time I open up Instagram, there's some ass hanging right there. It ain't too far away. Okay? Most females I know, they open up Instagram, there's, there's, there's some other shit there, like, like design work or clothes or some shit like that, right? So you have to tune in to, you know, what, what hits your vibration. In the right way, but I'm, I'm trying to help y'all understand this because we need our men, and we need you guys to to understand that sometimes your common enemy is the person sleeping right next to you. Women sometimes same same thing for women. This shit goes both ways. But I'm speaking right now to my men, especially because y'all got to get this, man. We really got to get this. Your ingress and your regress is at stake. In your egress. It's at stake. I'm not even kidding with y'all, man. Okay? I'll be right back, man. We're going to take a quick break. All right? Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. You're right here on the New Evolution Radio Network. It's Open Forum Friday. I'm your host, Joy Bounce. L.P. Ali. I'm, I'm giving you all this message with love, man. Straight up. We'll be right back. And I know a lot of people misunderstood it, so I want you to be able to say it. Yeah. Um, I think it was Details Magazine. You talked about, you used the word God, and that's what messed everybody up. But uh, you said you, something to the effect you were a self-made God. Mm. Explain it. Um, I made up my mind to make a change in my life when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. We are all gods on this planet, every man and every woman. We create life. We can take life. We control what goes into the sea, whether the fish can live or not. We decide if the trees can grow tall. We decide if the children will eat. We are very powerful beings on the planet Earth. And when I said a self-made God, I meant just what I said. Barry White changed his life. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Yeah. And people criticize the statement? No, not to my knowledge. It's the first yeah. time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people tend to play down our power. Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry about it. This next guy do it, or let's ask God above to do it. There's a lot of things that has to change on this planet Earth that only we can change. And until we embrace the fact that we are as powerful uh, as we are as beings, we're going to continue to make the mistakes and allow the mistakes to be made from our children to our adults to our elderly to whatever situation you want to talk about. Okay, we we got to run to a quick commercial, and they're going to do a cut from the album, and we're waiting for an Isaac Hayes album soon. You can invite him. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Yeah. 
come experience life as we know it. As some of you should know it. Yeah, yeah. Place, Marcy, Brooklyn. Action. Well, y'all know the action. I got the shorty on my block, always clocking my rocks. He likes the style of profile, I think he won the mock. He likes the way I walk, he see my money talking. Now honey talking, I'm the hottest nigga in New York. And I see his hunger pains, I know his blood boils. He wanna run with me, I know this kid to be loyal. I watched him make a few wins, the cop his little sneakers and gear. Then it's just enough for re-up again. I see myself in his eyes, I move from Levi's to guess the Versace. Now it's diamonds like Liberace, that's just a natural cycle. Nobody wanna be like Michael, where I'm from, just some niggas who bounce from a gun. We out here trying to make our white in the cold green. I could help shorty blow out like Afro Sheen. Plus, I could relive my days if you which is gone. That little nigga's peak, it's time to put him on. Come on, hope I don't wait up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they run, it's time to come on. Stick up my chest and make some loot. Got to lock it down and when they run, it's time to I'm out here slinging, bringing the drama Trying to come up in the game And add a couple of dollar signs to my name I'm out here serving, disturbing the peace Life could be better like my man Reclined in plush leather seats And selling weight, I'm selling eight Bull 16, trying to graduate To push your quarters, y'all I ain't gonna sweat him, I'ma let him come to me If he give me dinner, then these niggas gon' see I'm tired of vegan out here round the clock And breaking dates And chasing crackers up the block for my pay I'm staying fresh, so chickens check I'm trying to step up to the next level Push your bed to the jets Diamonds reflect from the sun Directly in your equilibrium It's done, I'm waiting for my day to come I got the urge to splurge I don't want a lifetime sentence Just give me the word It's time to come up Hold my own weight up in my crown Got to lock it down and when they run in my crown It's sick of my chest and make some loot Hey fella, I've been watching you clock Who me holding down this block? It ain't nothing You the man, nigga, now stop fronting <laughs> I like your style Nah, I like your style Let's drive around the world Cool, nigga Here's a fact Oh, gee, I ride with you for free I want the long-term riches and bitches oh, Listen to me You let them other niggas get the name Get the fame Tenth hour, a hundred G Keep your shit the same On the low Yeah, the only way to blow You let your shit bubble quietly And then you blow Hey, keep it cool The only way that people fool is let them show his hand Then you play your card Then these do deal and I understand Don't blow your dough on hot The only thing I got in this world is my word And my nuts it won't break up for nobody I like your resume Pick a day, you can start From now until death, we was part It's time to come on my own weight up in my crown Got to lock it down and when they ride Till I drown It's time to come on And stick up my chest and make some loot Got to lock it down and when they run Sit on my own Time to come up And hold my own weight to build my crown Got to lock it down and when they run Till I drown Time to come up And stick up my chest and make some loot Got to lock it down and when they run Sit on my own Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L on Evolution Radio.
right, we back. So it's open for a Friday, man, and I'm open up the car lines. The car lines are open. If you want to get in, holler at me. Press one. I really like to hear what y'all, you know, what y'all think about this topic. But, but before we open the car lines, I want to give y'all a little more information and understand that there's remedy in everything I'm saying. As a matter of fact, I gave you the remedy, right? You gotta get balanced, man. Right, fellas, it's all right to cry. <laughs> it's all right to 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 be in your feelings, but it's also all right to be the alpha male. It's also all right to stand on your square. Okay. Now, I'm gonna say this, man, because I don't know, you know, I, I really don't um get why. You know, in this world, people like to play with colors, numbers, shit like that. But I do understand that you got to be balanced, man. You know, I was talking to my uncle, right? He said, nephew, he said, he said, uh, he says, you know, you got to go up to go down, right? Pyramid starts at the top and then you walk your way down, right? Um, but I, I want y'all to get this, right? Because, you know, they say, oh, be on the right side, sit on the left side, whatever fuck that shit is, right? Left side is, like I said, of, of the pyramid is the Scottish right. The right side is the York right. Okay, this, and that's, that's in that's in, Mason, in Masonic uh, symbolism. And then there you have your Freemasons. Why do they call themselves Freemasons? Because they was free to do whatever fuck they wanted to. Left, right, in the middle, they was free. So when you get that passport, fellas, you, you do understand that, that, that you're becoming a Freemason. So I'm sorry if you don't like Masons, but that's just a fact. Free yourself. Passport is your right to ingress. That's why, why you think it's so important to have a passport? Become a national. I can come and go as I please. I can have as much sex as I want to. Without being what? Controlled by the succubus. Women, without being controlled by the incubus. Because, you know, incubus is just the male form of the female succubus. Now, I'm going to give y'all some, some, some shit here, right? Because egress, like I said, is the right of a person to leave property. You, you do know when, when you enter the vagina, you become that, that woman's property, right? When you enter, I'll say it again, when you enter the vagina... They start looking at you like you are their property. Shorty told me I was her livelihood. I had to check her. What you mean I'm your livelihood? No, I'm not. You're your own livelihood. You better pay what you like. Because egress is what they call a signal leakage. The passage of electromagnetic fields through the shield of coax cables. Uh, cable. What, what, what you thought setting up cable was about? Matter of fact, if you know anything about cable, y'all remember at the very end of a cable was a male and a female, right? Y'all remember that, right? That's what cable was about. It was the signal. Okay? And then you have, and I'm going to give y'all this, and hopefully this will help you, right? You have what they call contacts. You make first contact. You, you remember the movie, uh, uh, I think it was called Final Contact, some shit like that, right? It's about, it about aliens. Women from Venus, men from Mars. Okay? Now, there's a, a term called transit. 
and the term refers to cases where near objects appear smaller than more distant objects. You see the shit in your rearview mirror, right? Don't live your life looking in the rearview mirror. So cases where the nearer object appears larger or completely hides the more distant object are known as oculations, fellas. Ocular. Now, this is a term that's used in astronomy, right? But it can refer to any situation in which an object in the foreground blocks your view. It's an occult thing. Okay? So in the general sense, oculation applies to the visual scene observed from low-flying aircraft. Fellas, you are the aircraft. You're the carrier. Okay? You, you are carrying the passengers to deliver them to the ground. You bring the light force into your body. Okay? And then guess what? So guess what? You are the epitome of ingress and regress and egress because you bring it in and you can let it out. Over and over and over again. You can do the shit well into your... My grandfather was, was, was still having sex at 102. In fact, that's what slowed his ass down. Okay? Because <laughs> he ran into the wrong one in his hundred. No bullshit. I, I swear to God. Now, here's the thing. During the transit, okay, then when you're dealing with, with uh, ingress and regress, coming coming and going, you're dealing with transit, like the transit authority, right? So a transit, there are four contacts. When the circumference of a circle, okay, the vagina, touches the circumference of a large circle or a disc or what they call a point. A single point. Now, in geometry, that's a straight line, fellas, to a plane curve at a given point. Okay? You, you, y'all you, got to get what I'm saying here. Okay? Because all of this shit is math. Right? So when you're talking about your freedom, you're dealing with math. Now, the first contact is when the smaller body is entirely outside the larger body moving inward. They call this exterior ingress. Contact, uh, contact is when the smaller body is entirely inside the larger body. Okay, so now you've penetrated. Moving further inward, they call this interior ingress. And then you, you have a third contact. Okay, the smaller body is entirely inside the larger body. Moving outward, this is your interior egress. So now you stroking. I mean, we we talking birds and bees today. Okay, the fourth contact is the smaller body, which is entirely outside the larger body, moving outward, which is the exterior egress. Listen, man, you see me wearing some red, I'm going to wear some blue, I'm going to wear some green, I'm going to wear whatever color I want to wear because I've mastered being able to come in and go out as I please. Right? Now, okay, I, I, you know, I am a heterosexual man. I deal with women. Okay? Well, fellas, Understand that there's a reason, I, and you know, I just got to say, there's a reason why you find some men don't deal with women. It's pretty fucked up, but that's just what it is. Okay. But listen, fellas, you 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 supposed to be balanced. You supposed to be so balanced that when you do deal with the feminine side, which is the female, right? She got to deal with your masculine and your feminine, so she's got to honor you just like you're supposed to honor her. That's called divinity, okay? So when we talk about contact, the fourth contact is called exterior egress, where the smaller body is entirely outside the larger body moving outward. So a fifth name point 
is that of the greatest transit when the apparent centers of the two bodies are nearest each other halfway through a transit. And then you have the mission, a.k.a. your missionary style, right? So the transit is called phototometry, which allows for scanning of celestial areas. Okay? This is where your exoplanets and all that stuff is done. Understand, so when we're talking about the, uh, the, the black abyss, you're talking about space-time, time travel. You can time travel uh, as soon as you get up in it. This is, why, this is why it's so powerful, and you can get with a woman, and you can create life. Not only that, but you can use sex to manifest your reality if you're with the right female. Because she'll get it. She'll be like, yo, this is the right one. We're going to manifest some shit. Okay? What do you think they came up with the telescope at? The telescope looks into space. It looks into the black abyss. And does not a telescope resemble the phallus? Okay? Remember, principles of epidemiology, right? Human reservoirs is what we are. So when you think about nationality, you got to think about this on a spiritual level. You got to look at it from the side of, yep, I'm dealing with angels and demons. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing with uh, with good and bad, right and wrong. You're dealing with six and nine. You're dealing with red and blue. You're dealing with all of this shit, masculine and feminine. Human reservoirs may or may not show the effect of illness. Y'all dealing with some ill people out here. Okay? So a carrier or a person with an inapparent infection was capable of transmitting the pathogens to others. You can lay down with a female and pick up her demons. This They call this asymptomatic or, or, or passive, right? Healthy carriers are those who never experience symptoms despite being infected. What you thought COVID was? Hold on. What you thought COVID was, fellas, ladies? We, we, come on. What, what did you think COVID really was? It's an incubatory system. Go watch the movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the first one from the 50s, then go watch the uh, the one from the 80s, and then watch the one from the 90s. And then you'll understand how you could become a host. Matter of fact, the main one to become host in these movies was the women. And they hosted aliens. And the, and the aliens came through their ass. When the aliens came through them, right, the aliens... What they did was they killed off the original one and then created a duplicate, a replica. Sometimes you don't know if you're dealing with the original or not. <laughs> Nigga, I'm the original, the original man. You can't kill off the original man because he's too balanced. Angels and demons, your demons hate this shit. Some of your angels are demons. They hate that shit, right? When you, when you are completely within balance. Okay, so they call this convalescent carriers, which are those who have recovered from their illness but remain capable of transmitting it to others. That's COVID. Y'all get that? Chronic carriers are those who continue to harbor pathogens, which is the virus. So understand that COVID is the virus. You are the son of God. You are the mason. The master builder. All right, that's all I got to say on this today. 
I know a lot of people, I, didn't, I lost some callers, so some people don't want to hear this shit because I'm speaking the truth today. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you don't like my language. I don't care if you don't like what I'm saying. I'm going to speak the truth. That's what this is. Let's go to the call line. 314-280, you're on the line. Uh, happy holiday. Peace to the God. Happy holiday, my brother. Peace to the God. Yeah, brother, it's, it's, it's very, it's, those portals and stand balances is so important. It's so yes, important. It That's why I try to keep them babies around me to balance me out, you know. They teach me yeah, a lot. And, they, and you, you balancing them out, and they balancing you out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so you know it, it, it's I mean, important. This is real. Yeah, it's energy. You know, the right energy, you it's know, it has energy. to be. Pardon me? That's right. It's all energy. I say you're right. Yes, it's sir. all energy. Yeah. Uh, it's this calendar that they got. I can't think of the name of it, but it, it, it deals with the, uh, I don't have it up here right now, but it, it, deals, it deals with the different portals. It deals uh-huh. with the, uh, the different portals in the days of the month because it's a, a whole, a whole different calendar than that we that we have. I think it's called Galactic Calendar. You ever heard of Galactic uh, Calendar? Uh, it, it sounds familiar, but you know what? The Galactic Calendar ain't nothing and nothing more than they're dealing with the moon, the cycles of the moon. Right, exactly, exactly, and they break down the days and the uh, the uh, uh, each day means a, a, a different a different thing. I'm trying to find. I got an old one. Uh, but um, and I also, well, I tried to get on to get a consultation with you, and I went to your website, and I couldn't, I couldn't pull you up. The, the, the site is up. Make more I know, but yeah, but I got on there and I just had it was just I, when I went there it had like three different uh, uh, things. I went to make more commerce and uh, I pulled up your site, but I couldn't get where it had consultation. I had uh, where well, signed in for new well, member and all of that. But as I went down, when you go to the site, when you go to the site, you gotta put the drop down menu, and there's the second one down. And it says book a consultation. I gotta, I gotta do a drop down menu. Yeah, there's a drop down menu on the far right side of the site. Okay, that's that's what I probably uh. That's Okay. Please. Okay. Um, okay. Make more comments. And just go to your, um, yeah, because I was trying to get a consultation with you. Yeah, um, so if you, if you go I'm on the site, gonna... put, that, put that drop down menu, it's the second one on the drop down menu. Okay. I'm going to here. I don't want to hold, hold, hold it. Um, 
Okay. All right, my brother. All right, peace to God. Come on, brother. All right, peace to God. Let's go to 404, 484, you're on the line. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. What's going up? Chilling, chilling, man. Yeah, I know I heard what you was going in on, you know, and I had this conversation, you know, actually yesterday or last night about a lot of the shit you're talking about, especially when it deals with how society has set up certain things in place and got you doing all what they consider to be sin or indebted to the idolatry or whatever that you worship. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. You got yep. you got this uh, radio shit where motherfuckers sing these songs, you put these people on a high pedestal and you choose to live that life and you admire to be all that and you yep. worship materialistic shit. You see what I'm saying? Yep. But that's a, what's considered to be a sin. We know that sin equals debt. You see what I'm saying? That's so right. now you right. devoting your time, attention to all these different things, not to mention the movies and the way they got you portraying yourself. You know, that's why I had put the post up where I was talking about uh, the angels was the trustee and so was the prophets. I'm the fucking beneficiary. You see what I'm saying? And then you had had your archangels, which was your trust protectors. Correct. Correct. See, a lot of people don't realize that. A, A lot of that equity is set out in the Bible and point a lot of this shit out. You know what I mean? But And remember yeah. remember what, what were angels, right? They were homogenous beings, right? They went back and forth mm-hmm. between they they were male and female beings. They were divine. Right, 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 right. They had masculine they, and feminine feminine uh properties. Correct, spiritually balanced. You you know, so That's right. They they understood both principles of they function and you gotta look these particular beings at a certain uh, on a certain realm, you know, before the fall, because the fall also dictates the physical reality. You see what I'm saying? That's right. Because they came from a spiritual state, and you know, so That's we right. got to look at it from like light and gas and all that type of shit, or energy. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. So all, all all is all and all exists. You can't take yourself away from the all. So even when you look at the feminine principle, you got to realize that your manifestation here on this particular realm, everything that you encounter is just the manifestation of your consciousness. You see what I'm saying? That's right. You place these things right. here in order for you to learn or grow from. You, you did. But, you know, in the yep. human aspect, we fall short and realize and accept the energy and motion, which is the emotions and Lose sight of the spiritual function. You know what I mean? You fell yeah, short. That's right. That's right. That's you right. you know, that's one of the reasons why they took out Jesus because, you know, or Yahshua, right? Because he came forth, and there's a lot of them who came forth like him, men, right, who, who represented duality. And, and the, the women couldn't really deal with that shit. They, they really couldn't deal with a man being that balanced or more balanced than them. In the sense that he was the light, he was the sun, 
Right, right, right. But, you know, even with that, you know, with me on how I see a lot of different things, especially when I looked at other books that were taken out, you know, when shit was canonized, and even from dealing with Islam, I realized that, you know, Muslims have already always stated that he was never so-called crucified. You know what I mean? And, you know, Dr. York went into that in a lot of his books, you know what I'm saying, on how Jesus ran and hid himself in the garden house or whatever, and he asked that God please take this cup and pass it to another. You see what I'm saying? You also got to look at the story, the account of Judas. You got one story that says he hung himself from a tree, right? Then you got another story that says he threw himself off a cliff. Now, during the commotion when Jesus was supposed to be arrested, because they resembled each other first off, right? They resembled each other. And remember, Jesus said, one will betray me and the other will deny me. You see what I'm saying? So the betrayal was supposed to be Judas. And the denial was Peter. Now, Peter is the foundation of the church. That's what the church is built off of. And if you look at what's going on with the church today, it's it's coinciding with what is evil, a system that's predicated to control and manipulate and gather souls. You see what I'm saying? So Peter, you know, to me, I know Peter to be what is Pata, you know, because that's father. Why do you think they, they took out the feminine aspect? Well, yeah, well, why do you think they took the feminine aspect out? Well, well, they had to do that because they had to separate that. If if, if you if people understand the balance that they need from the masculine and feminine principle, not from what men call masculinity and femininity. You know what I'm saying? We're looking at it from a physical level. You, you got to look at it from a spiritual level, like you was going into the incubus and the succubus. This is the energy. You see what I'm saying? And in order to, yep. you got to balance that energy. It's no difference from balancing the sides of the brain. You know what I'm saying? You got your left and your right, and one side deal with Yep. Uh, what you call it? Imagination and all that, and one side deal with logic. So you got to be able to yep, balance. Yep, left brain, right brain. Right. right. So you know it say that all through the Bible where it talk about if thy eye be single, thy body be whole and full of light. You see what I'm saying? So now you understand the principle yep. from all sides. So you got to accept that masculine energy just as well as you got to accept that feminine energy. But That's the way people is. look at it on the physical level, from the way that they talk. They think feminine energy is acting in a feminine way and all that shit. But that's what man has taught you. You see what I'm saying? I told people you got to be careful of the definition that you take from these people because they want to keep your mind stuck in a certain yep, They want to keep you locked down in a box. That's right. They want to keep you in a paradigm. They, they don't want you to elevate to, to, to the crest or the Christ level where you operate on both sides. Simultaneous. Right, 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 right. That's called, that's that's called a paradox. Right, that's what your true potential is. You see what I'm saying? Your true potential is in the all knowing. If you say God is the all knowing, the omnipresent, uh, omnipotent, and all these different things, how can you separate yourself? You got the same power. This is why 
Yeshua or Jesus or whatever people want to call him, but stating that you can do the same things I can do and even greater work. You, you see, but people don't want to see themselves like that. They'd rather be subject to something. And that's what a mind yep. state is. If they've been subject all well, their yeah, life. Well, yeah, and I'm saying that. That's, it's really a goddamn shame when, when you kid a person, whether it be man or woman, who feels like they got to be subject to something, right? Or, or, or they got to have undying loyalty to something other than themselves. Correct. You know, you know because then but, you don't know who you are. Well, well, that's that's obviously identifiable by the labels that people take on. You see what I'm saying? What they yep. call themselves. You know, if they say yep. that he's going to call his children by their name, then you calling yourself out of your name, and then you allowing another motherfucker to give you your name. Give you your name. You, you, you want yep. to be such. That's right. You, you see what I'm saying? So my uncle told me, he said, you wouldn't know your name if somebody didn't tell it to you. So you don't even know that that's your name. That might, not, that might not even be, that ain't even your spiritual name. That ain't even the name that, that was ordaining you. Matter of fact, you know, I just posted this this morning, right, um, on Facebook about the story of Jacob, right? And, and if you know anything about the story of Jacob, you know, Jacob wrestled with the angel, right? Yeah. And, and, and he, he, said, he, told, he said, let me go, right, for the day is broken, right? And Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Right? And then he said, well, tell me your name. He's like, I won't give you that. Right? Because my name is Power. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, 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 said, he says, well, I'm going to call you Israel then. Right. That's what he gave him. He took his name from Jacob to Israel. Do you know what I'm saying? To Israel. And now you have, now you got the whole thing with Israel and all that, and that's what the people was to be called. That was the offspring and all that type of shit. That's right. But you got to remember, That's right. he said, my name is Power. Because once you have the name, if you notice, when you look at all those movies like the Exorcist, all that type of shit, what do they always ask the demon? They always say, what is your name? Tell me your name. Because now uh-huh. if you have the name, you're able to lock that energy. You see what I'm saying? A lot of these musicians and fucking actors, you think that they just got a pretty autograph. No, that's not a pretty autograph. What that is, they have the angel name embedded inside of the autograph. And if people read the type of books that I read, you would see inside of sigils what certain names look like of the angels. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And these particular angels control a specific point in the dimension or the universe or multiverse. I should say. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it's more than just one unit. Through the portals. Yep. They, they, they hold the gates to the portals. This is why you had, you know, in the Egyptian city, you had stuff like Sekhmet, right? You know, uh-huh. you had these, these, these different garters of different parts of the underworld, right? The overworld, the inner world. That's right, why you had right, the cats right. and the dogs. Yeah. Correct. And then when you look at that, when you deal with all these different, those are personifications of the Most High, right? So it's the same thing. All those deities relate to your body on this particular level because each one of those deities control a certain state and a certain energy and resonate a certain way. They have a certain color. See, we've been distracted and took it out of that principle to understand the frequency. You see what I'm saying? The frequency is that of the Most High. So every color resonates with a frequency. Every smell, every scent, every touch, all this is all a frequency. 
Right. Now, now you see where it's going. So when you call where is your angels, vibration? You gotta, right, 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 right. You got to call these angels by the frequency, not by the physical name. If you call the name, That's it right. has to be in a certain tune, a rhythmic tune. That's why Muslims pray the way they pray. That's why Buddhists pray the way they pray. Hell, what they call pray, we, we call meditate. You see what I'm saying? We yep. we call, you know, we we taught to pray. So now you you not you praying on God, basically. God is pray, and you yep. want something from Him. Yep. You hunting God. You don't know. Make, you don't make, affirm, make you your don't prayer do. meditation. Right, yep. and it's an affirmation. You see what I'm saying? Because you're affirming an energy that you're looking for. That's what the affirmation is. So it's not a prayer. You don't beg for something that you know you are. You already you are that. Correct. You just affirm it. Man, you know, that's, but, real. that's real. You attract what you are. Yeah, well, that's what they talk about with the laws of attraction and all that type of shit. You get what you put out. That's your frequency. Yes, that's you your do. vibration. So that's what's going to come to you. you. You feel me? So... You know, I agree. it is what I, agree. It is. I, I heard what you was talking about, so I was like, yo, Joey going in on that. I was like, well, let me put my little two-bit in. You know what I'm saying? No, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that because this, this is, like I said, when we talk about ingress, regress, and all that, you know, we got to remember, this ain't just coming and going from state to state. You literally are going from state to state just by dealing with a female, just by by dealing with spirituality. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, you go from one state of uh, of being being religious to being spiritual—that's ingress and regress. So, you know, I'm 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 here to I'm here to set the record straight, man, or at least to try to do that. You know, so I appreciate your uh, you know, your two cents on this, man. It really does uh, make a difference. Uh, I mean, you know, once people start indulging in other books and stop being scared of shit, you know what I mean? As if like the book go jump out and bite him and kill him and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. You can't understand something unless you look into it, That's right. research it. You see what I'm saying? Because right. you best to believe the main thing that most of these people call Christianity on the opposite side of that is Satanism. You can't understand one half without understanding the other. Without understanding the other half. Exactly. Exactly right. Right. It's balanced, man. It's duality. Right. It's, it's all based on intent. You know, that's right back to that's right. It's the intent of the heart. You see what I'm saying? It's the intent. Yes, I remember your heart got to be lighter than a feather. Correct. Now, where's the value and consideration that was given? You know, and that was one of the things with the Jesus Judas situation. Remember that Peter chopped my man ear off, and Jesus was like, no. You know what I'm saying? And put the motherfucking ear back on. During that commotion is when yep. the switch took place. You know, because right. you got books that say Judas took the place of Jesus. He recognized all the things that Jesus had done for him. And remember the silver, he didn't even keep it. He threw the shit on the ground, 30 pieces of silver. Ain't that good, valuable yeah, consideration? Oh, yeah, he tried to give it back. He tried, he tried right. to give it back. Uh, and the priesthood, he told the priesthood, he said, I made a mistake. The priesthood told him, that's your problem. You fix it. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Well, there you go. I mean... And the last thing to point out, remember, they took him to uh, Herod, right? And Herod was like, yo, deliver him over to Pontius Pilate or whatever, so he may be crucified, right? So he go to yep, Pontius, yep. 
on what he, what he said. He said, I don't find no fault in this man. I'm going to let the people decide. Do you want us to free the man called Jesus, who's saying he's the son of God, or do you want us to free, uh, what was my man named Barnabas or whatever? You know what I'm saying? The thief. Or you want us to free him? And they cheered for the thief. So it was, that's why they say the Jews is the one who killed Jesus, per se. You know what I mean? So Pontius Pilate did it from an equitable standpoint. He was like, I don't see no fault in this man. But I'm going to let y'all decide. So the people is the one that did it. It was the people. It's always the goddamn people. And that's what's going on with you today. When you advance to a higher state of mind or a higher state of existence or reality or vibration, the people that's lowered in that vibration are going to persecute you because you will be crazy. They're going to persecute you. Right. There you go. The people now become the persecutors.